0: My name is A, and welcome to the Dare Rich People podcast, a space for us to sit and analyze and try to understand the ways of the wealthy in hopes that we too can follow in their footsteps and become wealthy. So while this podcast, it's not financial advice, I do hope it will serve as a sort of financial guide to enlighten you on just what is possible and how much wealth is achievable. So follow me every week as we sit, we analyze, we think, and we say, Dare Rich People, Teach me. So I think like a lot of other young adults, I'm experiencing sort of like a quarter-life crisis. All my life, I've done school, I've always been told what to do next and how to do it. And now that I graduated this year, actually, I feel like my blanket of security has been taken away from me. I know that not everyone thrives in a structured environment and that school is not for everyone, but... It was for me so as much as i saw myself as a creative i think i really enjoyed the structure of school i enjoyed the rules and i kind of enjoyed being told what to do to some extent or not really being told what to do but i enjoyed being given a framework to explore in i like but i liked boundaries <laughs> i did marketing in college and after graduating this year i started to regret my decision When I was young and while I was doing my degree, I thought, well, this is great because marketing is so vast. I can go into so many industries keeping the same principles, but now I kind of hate that about marketing. It's so vast. Yeah, I can go into any industry, but the issue is uh, whenever you're trying to go into different industries, you normally need experience in that specific industry. Industry. So, for example, if I wanted to go in the insurance industry and do insurance marketing, I would still need to get my insurance license and learn about the insurance industry because it's completely different. Same thing with real estate, same thing with retail, same thing with music. And so, I feel like I have no idea what to do with my degree and I have no idea where to even start. Sometimes I wish I'd done something like medicine or geriatric nursing, you know, something really specific so that. When I had graduated, I would have known exactly what I was doing. I think I had a sort of entrepreneurial itch in university. I mean, I did try to start many failed businesses, but now that I'm out of university, I kind of crave stability. Not kinda, I really crave stability. And I don't know if that's just me getting old or if it's just me becoming more practical. I just know that I really want stability right now the other thing i noticed about marketing is that it doesn't pay the salary that i need to feel stable i mean not unless you're like some marketing director of a huge fortune 500 company um if you're not that you're probably going to be making fifty thousand a year max and if you're new to this podcast, 50000 a year is not what we're aiming for. Remember, we're aiming to have trust fund babies. We're aiming to have BTS money. If you don't know what BTS money is, reference my first ever episode about how rich is BTS actually, but we're aiming to have money like them that can cover up to seven generations. And as a career, I just don't think marketing will get me that so that leads me to the question that a lot of people have a lot of my friends i know and uh, that question is what am i doing after school i heard my friend who did nutrition in school and nutrition mind you is very specific she wanted to be a pastry chef so she did nutrition and restaurant management if i'm not mistaken And now that she's finishing her degree she's we're recording this in december and she finishes next year i think the end of april is gonna be when she's finishing school now that she's finishing her degree she's like i don't know if this is what i want to do and i'm like wow you don't know what you want to do because it's just it's so it's such a specific thing there's not really much you can do with nutrition outside of foods or like food sciences right and we were having this conversation and she was saying that she doesn't want to go back to school for another four years only to realize that like hey I still don't want to do this thing that i wasted four years of my life studying and i really related to that because i was having kind of a similar issue where i was thinking maybe i should go back to school to do a finance or finance degree but then i'm saying hey i did all these years of marketing and i don't like it what if i go back do finance and i still don't like it and so that's how i ended up at this episode In this episode, I basically just wanted to share with you something that I was doing to combat this feeling and a sort of solution that I kind of find. And I think it might be something you're interested in trying. Again, this is not financial advice. If you're interested in trying what I did or what I tried, then go right ahead Um, and let's get into it. So one of the first things I did... Was uh, instead of setting career goals, which I feel like I've been taught to set, they're like like oh, you need to set career goals. Like what level do you want to be in your career? How much do you want to earn? What I started doing was I started setting lifestyle goals. So I think before I used to say I you know I want to be the marketing director of Hype, which is BTS's company, because it's the last thing on my mind, um, and that was really hard because I know that. Maybe 20 30 years from now, I might actually not be that into K pop and I might actually not want to be the marketing director. I don't even know if I'm going to be in marketing 10 or 20 years from now, like that's a very long time. And hell, I don't even want to be in marketing right now. So instead of like saying that and saying you want to be the marketing director of X firm, what I found was really helpful was I said, uh, Hey. I want to have X amount of money saved in the bank and I want to have these specific type of friends and I want my friends to make this amount because, believe it or not, how much your friends make actually do impact you because you normally move in the social circle of people. similar tax bracket of course it's not a rule setting stone it's a general rule um so you say yeah okay I want my friends to make X amount of money I want to live in this country in this specific neighborhood you need to be really specific with this because depending on where you want to live and the cost of living in that city it really affects everything else so for example if i say i want to live in canada in downtown vancouver in a condo for six months of the year and in the other six months of the year i want to live in toronto uh downtown toronto in another condo and because i'm being very specific with that i'm able to do the work and say okay i will need x amount of money but we'll we'll get into that we'll get into that um a little bit further down the line. So you also want to take a look at what hobbies do you want to have? You know, do you want to go golfing? If golfing is your hobby, you're going to need some money. <laughs> Golfing's not a cheap hobby. Or do you want to do gymnastics? Do you want to do kayaking as a hobby? Like you really need to look at what are you interested in now and what would you be happy keeping on as a hobby? And then you want to say do I want to work from home? Um, if you want to work from home or do you want to go into an office, do you want a job that gives you flexibility so that you can do X, Y, and Z? Um, or do you want a job that isn't as flexible, but pay a lot more? So you're not thinking about the job title. You're just thinking about the dynamics of the job that you want to have, And so I've been setting those lifestyle goals, and that's number one. So, number one, you need to set lifestyle goals. Now, number two, after you set your lifestyle goals, you want to work backwards from that. So, I say, okay, how much money do I need? And I had mentioned this in number one how much money do I need to have the type of lifestyle that I want to have? Right? So, do I need to make $250,000 a year? Or do I need to make $200,000 a year? Do I need a million dollars a year? You know, you really need to figure out how much money you're going to need to live that specific lifestyle that you want to live. And it's going to be really easy to figure this out because you just need to look at how much it costs to maintain all of the things that you said you want in your lifestyle. So you're going to go research what is rent in downtown Vancouver um, or what's a down payment in downtown Vancouver and what's the mortgage going to be like in five years. You need to account for inflation as well. You know, like times that by 2%. So you know exactly how much you're looking at, you know, because you, you, well, inflation's 2% now, but it might go up, but you get what I'm saying, like you need to leave room for that, um, for the next five, 10 years. And you can find this very easily online. You know, what do experts predict inflation to be in five years? And trust me, you, you will find a figure, you will find a figure. And then you want to look at the same thing for Toronto. If you wanted to live in Toronto, if you don't want to live in Toronto, if you want to live in south Africa like that 's a pretty cool place to live. You need to know what is it going to be co- what is it going to cost for you to be able to live where you say you want to live then you 're going to be looking at how much your hobbies are going to cost. you know how much does it cost to become a member of a golf club if you want to become a member of a golf club? How much does it cost to own and maintain a kayak if you wanted to do kayaking? How much does it cost to join a bowling team if you wanted to b- to do bowling you 're going to look at all of that. Um, and make sure that you have a figure attached to that so you know what income goal you're going to need to hit. When you've decided how much you want to make a year. You now need to add tax to that. Don't forget the tax. <laughs> so if you have decided that you need five hundred thousand a year, you need to look up what is the tax rate in that specific tax bracket and add that to it. So you know how much you actually need to make to make five hundred thousand a year post taxes. That's unless you want to make five hundred a year, five hundred thousand a year pre taxes. Then if that's the case, God be with you. But yeah, so after all of that, I now look for careers that will allow me to make that much. No, I'm not looking for a career then hoping that, you know, if I climb up the corporate ladder and do everything that I need to do, it will allow me to make that much. I'm actually doing the reverse. I'm looking at careers that's going to make me make $500,000 a year post taxes or close to like $450,000 a year post taxes if you want to do um, a side hustle, but personally <laughs> um, so you know I am looking for a career that is going to help me to make enough money to cover all of that, and then I look at other things if i can 't find a career that 's going to make me five hundred thousand dollars a year, I look at the career that 's going to make me the most, and then look at other things that I can use to subsidize it so for example, I will look at four hobbies that require little to no effort but that will mature in like five ten years so this podcast is a prime example literally all i do is i sit once a week and i talk to you guys about things that i'm already interested in like i'm already looking at stock markets and things like that and i just sit for 20 minutes and talk about it and then i post it now will it be popular right now no no will it be popular in like two or three months i don't know but i am hoping (laughs) that in three years or four years you know with consistency that it will generate some sorts of income of course this is i'm not banking heavily on this because if i was i'd be putting way more effort into the marketing of it but you want to look for things that you can start like or like saving contributing to your I think in America it's IRA. Contributing to your IRA. Something that will mature to help you to be able to live that lifestyle earlier. So now you found the career that you want, you've now found the hobbies that you're gonna wanna have, you've hopefully implemented some hobbies that's gonna mature in five, ten years to make you some additional money. What are you going to do? Are you going to go back to school? Is this not when you're going to go back to school? Now, honestly, depending on the type of hobby, like let's say if you want to be a plastic surgeon, then yes, you have to go back to school, unfortunately. But for me personally, I don't want to be a plastic surgeon. And uh, the lifestyle that I want and the career that I want does not necessarily require me to go back to school to do a degree for four years. So what I have been really focusing on, and again, everybody's situation is different. Everybody's scenario is different. This is not a one size fits all solution. What I have been doing is looking into getting certifications and experiences instead of a degree so i always try to get experience first because to be honest a lot of the fields that you're going to go into you actually don't need certification to do it you just really need to be good at what you're doing so i look for experiences first um, and then i look for certifications are you enjoying this podcast so far If so, please take a second to give us a five-star rating and review. Let us know in your review what we're doing well and how we can get even better. Feel free to let us know possible topics you're interested in or even sectors that you want us to take a dive into. So again, please give us a five-star rating and review and let's get back to learning. trying to do by gaining all of this experience is you're trying to build your portfolio so you will find that for a lot of jobs outside of the medical field and engineering field you honestly really just need the experience and so some of this you're going to have to do for free and depending on what your expenses look like depending on what your current situation look like this is going to be different for everybody you might not be able to work for free um but for i i for me personally for my situation i know i'm able to which is honestly such a blessing but you're just going to try to build up your portfolio and while you are doing that while you're doing all of this volunteering freelance and stuff you don't want to store this stuff on your resume you want to get yourself an actual website and you don't have to pay for it you can use like wix squarespace weebly wordpress there's so many different options out there i will tell you guys which one which one i use because you know i'm not getting paid for this but (laughs) you just go experiment see what works good for you and then you just want to add things to your portfolio because you want your portfolio to be so attractive that when people look at you, they want to give it. like when people look at your portfolio, they want to give you BTS money. They, 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 they want to, they want to pay you what you're worth, regardless of whether or not you have certification in the field. So that's all I have for you today. Remember you need to set your lifestyle goals, then, after you set your lifestyle goals, you need to work backwards, figure out what amounts of money you need to make to have those specific lifestyle goals. Then you need to figure out a career that will pay you x amounts of money or close to it and if you can only find a career that will pay you close to it, then you need to find something supplemental and that needs to be a hobby, something that passive income something that doesn 't really but it 's not passive because you 're still doing a little bit of work, but something that doesn 't really require too too, too much of your time because you do want to spend most of your time building up your portfolio, getting your experiences, and if necessary, getting the necessary certifications that you need to go along with those experiences so that you are irresistible and are able to make the amount of money that you want to make. And so thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will see you next week. And I think the person we want to learn from in this episode would be uh, people who are stable in their careers and making the amounts of money that they want to make. So there are people who are stable in your careers and making the amounts of money that you want to make. Teach me.